Okay, so Natalie Upper had been shot just above her right ear. The 23-year-old hospital secretary died an hour later at, at Phoebe Putney Memorial Hospital, the same faculty where she worked. Investigators know one thing for certain. Someone held a gun to Natalie Epler's head and pulled the trigger. But seven years later, investigators still don't agree on who was holding the gun that killed her. The husband became the primary suspect because it was a do- domestic dispute call that led to police um, to Epler's store that night. James Epler, who was at the time a marine logistics space told police he and his wife had been out drinking at a local bar that night. And when they arrived home, they began arguing over whether Natalie had been flirting with another man. Epworth said his wife admitted to during the argument that she had slept with his best friend. By the time the argument was over, Natalie Epworth was on the floor shot. James Epworth said he found her that way. He told police investigators that after shattering a mirror with his fist during the argument, he went to the kitchen to wash his wounded hand. When he returned to the bedroom, Natalie was bleeding and on the floor. A friend of his, James Tarleton Jones, was at home that night, but he could neither confirm nor deny Epler's story. Jones told police he tried to break up the couple's argument and then went outside, which is where he, he was when the shooting happened. Neither man reported hearing a gunshot, Anyways, well, like, what do you think was next? Was it suicide, though? Uh, probably, probably still the husband. What Jones did next differs depending on who said what to the police. Jones himself said Epworth came outside and called for his help, while Epworth said he came out outside and Jones were forced him back inside at an hotel and held him at gunpoint. When police asked Epler why Jones would point a gun at his friend, Epler answered, I don't know. Maybe I thought he shot my wife like everybody else. Epler said, Police arrested Epler on the scene, charging him with murder, aggravated assault, and possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. <laughs> he was booked into the Daughtery Country Jail to await, I can't read that, indicament for a crime that would carry a life sentence if he were convicted. Three months later, though, Holland, the victim's mother, received a shock in the mail. It was Natalie's death certificate, and there was a word written on it that she hadn't expected. It was marked suicide. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. But wait, in an interview with the authorities, Epler said he had cheated on his wife five times, and he admitted he had even tried to persuade Jones, his friend, to sleep with Natalie so he could discover the two of them in the act and use infidelity as grounds for divorce. Oh, wow. Jerk. It was totally the husband. Eh, not so sure. Maybe the public will help us find out. We'll just do Holly next. Now for the interview. Now we might figure out who killed Natalie Epler. Our first person is Caroline Putnam. Hello, Caroline. Thank you for coming out and letting us interview you. So, what do you think happened to Natalie Epler? I think she committed suicide. Alright, now why do you think this? Ah, Because ah, she would obviously have been very depressed because she cheated on her husband, and her husband cheated on her. Okay, do you think that she regrets cheating on her husband? I think that she does, because... Because she left her husband? Yes. Alright, now what do you say to the people who think it was murder? 
Well, people have their opinions, and that's just mine. Hmm, interesting. Okay, now would you think this would be a true statement to close the cold case? Yes. Interesting. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming out and reaching and letting us interview you. Have a great day. All right, now we have Holly Vogt here for us to interview her. Hello, Holly, and thank you so much for coming out to letting us interview you. So, what do you think happened to Natalie Epler? Was it suicide, a group of bandits, or was it her husband or her best friend? I say her husband. All right, now why do you think this way? Because, I mean, they both had an affair, so their relationship was clearly going through a rough patch. And I feel like he must have gotten very depressed and in a bad state and taken her out on her, and he must have killed her. All right, interesting. And he seemed like that he was experiencing a bit of abusive behavior since he did punch the, the mirror and broke it. Correct? I Yes, that's what I think. Cause, interesting. Yeah. And he was probably was very upset with his best friend, I assume, right? Very. Now, do you think this could be a real close into this into the case of the death of Madly Epler that, that turned into a cold case? Okay, then. Yes, okay. Well, thank um, you so much for coming out to letting us interview you. Oh, wait, have a we have one more interview. Okay, <laughs> Sunny the Gecko. I have Sunny, what do you think? Interesting. Gecko okay. noises. Well, have a great day. To this day, people still don't know what happened. What do you think happened? So now we know that. It was definitely Hazelden. No, it was definitely suicide. That just sounds so much more interesting. I mean, not interesting. It just sounds like a way better conclusion. Like, why would the husband murder her? She would obviously commit suicide. She was so depressed. Anyways. But the husband could have been lying about going into the kitchen. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Everyone lies in interrogations. But you know what? We'll just figure out next time on... Solving the Unsolvable. unsolvable. Have a great day. And our sponsor for today is JJ Slimes Company, where you can get good slimes at good prices. That's always our sponsor. See you next time.